All right, this is our third episode of uh, A Pastor's Perspective. And so uh, just remember, if you have any questions or comments or any kind of topic that you would like this uh, podcast to kind of go, to kind of drive the direction of the podcast, email me at uh, cam.stevens at lifepointsinatobia.com, cam.stevens at lifepointsinatobia.com. Today, I would just like to take just a quick couple of minutes and uh, talk about something that to me is a big, um, helps kind of shape my perspective on how uh, you view your faith and your relationship with God. And it's, it's through the lens of value and worth. Let me start off reading a, a couple of verses 1 Peter chapter 1, um, starting in verse 6. Peter's writing, and he says, And this you rejoice, and and this you rejoice is uh, salvation. Um, What we've been promised is salvation that, uh, according to verse 4 and 5, that is kept in heaven for you, who by the power, who by God's power are being guarded through faith for salvation to be revealed in the last time. So looking forward to our salvation, looking forward to our our ultimate hope, looking forward to our ultimate home. Verse 6, in this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you've been grieved by various trials, so that the tested genuineness of your faith more precious than gold that perishes, though it's tested by fire, may be found a result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And so there, Peter talks about faith having more value, or our faith, our faith in Christ, not just a blind faith, but a faith in Christ for who He is and what He's done for us, that saving faith, is more valuable, is more precious than gold, and not just gold, but even gold that's been tested by fire, gold that has been purified, gold that, you know, the purer the gold, the higher the value. And so he talks about how our, our faith, the genuineness of our faith, is greater than even that of the value of, of, of gold. And then in Philippians chapter 3, and this is one of my favorite verses uh, in, in Scripture, Paul, as he is writing, he is, he's just gone through to talk about everything that he used to be, that he used to place confidence in, that he used to place hope in, and his uh, lineage, that he was of the people of Israel, a Hebrew of Hebrews, a Pharisee, a zeal, as to zeal, he was a persecutor of the church. All of this stuff that he found his value, that he found his worth, that he found his purpose in, that he uh, found his value in, Verse 7, But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. Uh, And for His sake I have suffered the loss of all things and count them but rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. Paul, Peter, believers all throughout history... Uh, especially, I believe, those who have gone on to not just do big things, but those who have stood firm, those who have stayed faithful, as Paul did when he had to count all things as loss, uh, as Peter did, as there was uh, various trials, whether that was temptation, whether that was persecution. Uh, Paul was persecuted. Paul was stoned. He was left for dead. He was thrown in jail uh, for, for being a believer. 
they did these things and they could do these things and they could persevere through these things because they counted Christ as worthy. I love that Paul says, the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. And then he follows that up saying that he has suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that he may gain Christ. That for him, knowing Christ having that relationship uh, with Christ through, through faith and salvation, having a, a growing uh, relationship and intimacy with Him, having that and, and knowing Christ, that value was uh, so much, so far surpassed uh, anything and everything else that that surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus allowed, allowed for the, the loss of everything else, allowed for the suffering of the loss of everything else, because for him, Christ was ultimately uh, the most valuable thing that he could cling to. And as I look at that, and as I look at Paul, and as I look at Peter, and as I look at uh, these men throughout history who have been persecuted and given their lives and, and died uh, for the sake of Christ. And not even died, but, but lived in such a way that their, their lives were completely submitted and surrendered to Christ and to God. Knowing that, that they did that because of how they valued Christ and the worth that they found in Him makes me examine my own heart and makes me examine my own life and ask how valuable do I view Christ? How much value do I uh, ascribe towards Christ, towards God, towards that relationship in my life? And it's easy to give the church or the Sunday school answer and say, oh yeah, He's the most valuable thing. But if we're being honest... If he's the most valuable thing, that's going to show up in our life. You know, Peter says you can persevere through those various trials because the genuineness of your faith, which is more valuable than gold, it shows up in how you live your life. Paul said that he could suffer the loss of all things and count them as rubbish because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus. So... As we examine our own lives, do we value God? Not do we value Him. On some level, we all do. Yes, we understand uh, amazing grace. We understand that, that we were once lost and now we're saved. We understand uh, that we've been brought from death to life. And so, yes, on some level, we value God and, and His love for us for, by sending His Son to die for us. And we value Christ but do we value Him and count Him as worthy as He truly is? Do I count Him as more valuable and having a surpassing worth than my wife, than my two daughters, and the third baby that's on the way? Do I count Him as more valuable than my time, Though I count him as more valuable than 
uh, how I spend my money, uh, where my mind goes. Do I count him more valuable than uh, being entertained uh, through TV or through reading or through video games? Do I count him as more valuable than my friendships? Because if we do, that's going to show in our life. You know, do I value the love of my children more than I value God? If so, that's going to impact how I parent them. Do I value the love of my wife more than I value the love of God or the love of Christ? If so, that's going to impact how I love my wife and and how I live my life in that way. Because if I do, then her opinion is going to matter more than God's truth. And my children's opinion is going to matter more than God's truth and God's commandment and God's leading in my life. If I value my friends more than I value God, if I value my culture more than I value God, if I value how people see me more than I value God and Christ, then that's going to change how I live my life. How you value something changes and and affects how you deal with it, how you interact with it. I uh, had a car that was given to me. It was an 86 Ford Tempo. And this was in late 90s, early 2000s that it was given to me. It was uh, definitely not the best of cars. I mean, it was a car. It got me from point A to point B. It didn't have uh, heater. didn't have air conditioning. And so because I valued it so little, I didn't take care of it. I didn't ever change the oil. Uh, There was a lot of stuff that I did not do to it because I didn't consider it that valuable. So I wasn't going to invest my time in it. I wasn't going to invest my money in it. I wasn't going to invest um, anything extra besides just gasoline in it to get me from point A to point B. But then when I started paying for cars and I started having a car note and I had to invest my own money, then I was more consistent to wash my cars and and keep them clean, change the oil on a consistent basis, uh, do just the the, the maintenance that needs to be done to keep it running because, because I was investing money in it on a monthly basis, it had more value to me. Because it had more value, I was going to give it more of my attention. We can examine and tell what we value most by what we give our attention to, by what we place our focus on, by what we spend our most time and effort and energy in, by what guides our decision-making, by what guides how we live our lives. That's how we determine what's most valuable. Not just by saying, yes, God is valuable because I'm a, I'm a Christian and I go to church once or twice a week. But Monday through Friday, what's, what's guiding your thought life? What's guiding how you interact with your coworkers or with your family? What's guiding how uh, you respond to the person who has wronged you? What's guiding how you respond to the person respond to the person who has uh, spoken badly about you or lied about you or mistreated you uh, 
or that you don't feel that you get the respect or the love uh, that you deserve from? What's guiding how you interact with those people? What's guiding how you uh, interact with your children when they uh, disobey you or when they're getting on your nerves or when they want something that's not the best for them? What's guiding you uh, as you determine how you spend your time and how you... uh, you know, how you're, you're entertained or what's guiding your life. That's how we determine what's most valuable to us. Is it just whatever we want to do? We do what we want to do? Is it making sure that we keep A, B, or C happy, whoever that would be? Is it making sure that we're entertained and we're always laughing? Is it making sure that... Uh, our checking account always has X amount in it. What is it that is that is motivating us and driving us uh, and guiding us in our life? Because that's what we value. The thing that pushes us, the thing that guides us, the thing that forces us along, uh, that, that, that gets us out of bed, that kind of helps uh, just give our life direction and purpose. That's what we value. And if I'm being honest, there are times when it's not the surpassing worth of knowing Christ that's driving me. And when I come to those places of realization, I've got to repent of that. I've got to confess because anything that that I find more value in than Christ is, is bordering on idolatry, if not idolatry. And so my encouragement for all of us, for anyone who might be listening, is that we would examine our hearts, that we would examine our lives, and that we would ask ourselves the honest question of what's guiding me, what's directing me, what do I value, what do I find worth in, and what defines my worth and value more than anything else? Is it the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior? Or is it something else? Is it family? Is it friends? Is it job? Is it culture? Is it prestige? Is it finances? What is guiding us in our life? Giving us purpose, giving us direction, because that's what we value. Hopefully, it's Christ. And if it's not, hopefully we can be honest enough with God and ourselves that we can confess that, that we can repent of that, that we can ask God to drive us along, that we can ask God to help us, that we can ask God to help us refocus so that He is who we value more than anything and everything else. Not that we can't find value in our family and our friends and everything else that we do, but He has to be the most valuable. He has to have the greatest worth simply because He is the most valuable. He is the most worthy. It would be like if you had a $100 bill and a $1 bill, you're going to go for the $100 bill because it's the most valuable. Not only do you think it is, but it is because it's worth more than the $1 bill. Well, God's the $100 bill and everything else is the $1 bill. So let's make sure that we're grabbing for and pursuing and chasing after uh, that which has the most value, the most worth. And then let us find the most worth and most value 
in Him. Once again, if you have any comments, if you have any questions, if you have uh, any topic that you would like to kind of uh, drive or direct or shape this uh, podcast, I'd love to. Uh, to have that, I'd love to have an email. I'd love to have a question just to say, hey, what about this? What are your thoughts on this? What do you think about this passage? What do you think about this truth? What do you think about this doctrine? Or what do you think about whatever? Um, so just email those to cam.stevens at lifepointsenatobia.com and I'll talk to you all next week.